All right, hello everyone, and welcome to episode four of the I Love Libby show. Um, that's kind of funny well, to why us. Are you laughing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, so an interesting thing occurred about uh, three and a half years ago. I looked it up. Uh, July of 2014 was the uh, last time that we recorded an episode of this podcast. Wow. So we had the idea to record the I Love Libby show as a uh, a way for us to share our wonderful conversations. At the time, we were married for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Pretty proud of ourselves. Yeah, sure. And uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, I don't know why. I don't remember why we decided to do this. Well, I really don't. I, I think part of it was just the fact that you know, I had been doing my own podcast, the Rev mm-hmm. VR podcast, about virtual reality and technology and stuff mm-hmm, like that right. for, at the time, about a year. And I'm still okay. doing it. And it's, you know, it's wonderful. And I, I kind of felt the need to share that experience with you. I mean, we didn't have a thing like that together. I had no. that. That was my thing. Right. And you didn't have a thing well, like and that. And I didn't. It's not that I felt the need to be a part of your thing. I didn't go, oh, well, you've got a podcast. I want one, too. I didn't. <laughs> so I don't remember. I really still don't know how to start it unless we had, like, some crazy deep conversation one night and you were like, you know what? We could record this. Maybe somebody else would be interested to hear what I, I we think, talk about I, behind I, closed doors. Yeah, I think that might have been part it's of it. possible, but I don't – I really don't remember. A big thing of it for me, I think at the time, if I remember correctly, was that we were having, we were just having a good time, you know? I mean, 15 mm-hmm. years of marriage and... Well, if you're, if you're, if this is right and it's July 2014, we had only gotten back from our trip to LA a month before that. That's right. We had, we had gone, we had gone to LA mm-hmm. together. Um, and you had been to California a few times, but you hadn't been to LA. This was correct. This was our right, first, right. like we experienced that together for the first time. Right. So I had gone to San Jose for several VR, uh, virtual reality expos and conventions and things like that. And I had to go to LA and I felt the need to bring you along because I had gotten the bug. You know, the California. I didn't understand it. As a kid growing up, I was always um, like. Fascinated. Fascinated. Like there was like, yeah. By the concept of kids in California and what do you do in California? And I've even like heard it referenced in like TV shows and movies that you think that, you know, you just like take a surfboard to school and, you know, those (laughs) kinds of things. But. Yeah, you surf to school. You, yeah. you don't wear shirts. Everybody yeah. is uh, blonde and has a six pack and <laughs> yeah, or, right. or uh, large. Uh, and I was know. very, very attracted to that idea. And then, well, I love Lucy and the California episodes oh, and yeah, all yeah. all of the history, the Hollywood history involved in that. So I always had an interest in it. And it was one of those things where I never thought I was actually going to ever get the opportunity to do it. I don't know why. I mean, it's it's a plane ride. Big deal, right? Why did I never think that I was going to be able to... Go anywhere out west. I know. 
Well, let's let's come back to that. Okay, okay. so let's give our, our listeners uh, the opportunity to know the evolution of this project. So we recorded three episodes uh, over the course of a weekend. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. And it was pretty quick. It was. It was pretty quick. We had set it up, and, and we said, okay, let's just let's just record a couple episodes. I, I as a podcaster and knowing the the uh, you know the environment and how it works, you kind of have to bank a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. so that way you have people because a lot of a lot of podcasts they go one and done or two or three episodes and then they're like, okay. you know. And actually, we suffered from that because we did we recorded three episodes. And then we stopped. Well, and after you hey, you brought this up, Lee, you would, you know, come across these the other day. Not – I don't remember why we stopped, really. You didn't remember why we stopped. Well, I, I think there were a few factors in it, and we, we can talk about these things. But, yeah, so basically I had been uh, looking for some files on an old hard drive and came across a folder that was called I Love Libby. And I went, oh yeah, that's right. I, I remember do love we, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and and I was like, what, what? Why did we stop? And so I started listening to the first episode. What I did was I took those three episodes, I copied them over to my phone, and I listened to them on my way to work. And then uh, throughout the course of of just last Friday, it's it's Sunday now. Um, I listened to them, and I came home Friday night, and I said to you, mm-hmm. you. Have got to listen to these episodes, and I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah, yeah." Like, you, you were just because I, yeah. I couldn't really remember. I remember doing them, right? I didn't remember how many we did, and I didn't really remember the topics, right? Until we started listening to them again, right? And so, what we did was over the course of this weekend, we listened to all three of the original episodes mm-hmm. back, almost back to back, and. um I, I told you, I said, by the time you're done listening to these, you're going to want to record more. And you were and very you're skeptical. Right. Oh, I was. We have that on tape. All right. <laughs> you got one. 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 Okay. One, yeah. one time. And yeah. Yeah. So at, at this point, uh, what we realized was how fortunate we are to not just have these original three episodes, but the opportunity to update uh, this show and say, okay, what? How have things changed in three and a half years? Because it has been mm-hmm. three and a half years, almost to the day. I mm-hmm. mean, if you look wow. at it, it has been almost three and a half years. So we've been married for 18 years. Yeah. This year it'll be 19. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're right. We're yeah. probably closer to 19 now than 18. Right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, now we have the opportunity. Now we've listened to our previous selves. Which uh-huh. is entertaining, to say the least. Well, it was. And <laughs> as I'm listening to it and forgetting, you know, until I'm hearing what we were talking, I had forgot about it. And I was literally finishing my own sentences. It was so funny. You were listening to them and then you would say something. And then I'd go, wait, hold on, hold on, listen. And then you would say it on the actual podcast. Right. You were responding to I yourself. I really and truly was. Finishing your own sentences. Completely forgot <laughs> about exactly well how how and what we recorded yeah. and yeah I was yeah. I was finishing my own sentences I was saying the exact same thing so I guess I guess it's a good thing that I haven't changed too terribly much that I'm still basically the same person sort of yeah I so mean, what do you mean sort of really I mean yeah. well I, it's you have evolved and that's what's fun about this podcast this podcast started off with us just trying to share our views 
of the world, of parenting, of being married, of interacting with the folks that we, you know, deal mm-hmm. with on a regular basis, the environment that we were in. It, things are different now, but yeah. in some ways they're exactly the same. Right. And so now we get the opportunity to do an update. Uh, how how fortunate are we to have three hours of something that we recorded three and a half years ago? And now mm-hmm. without anybody ever hearing it or giving us any feedback uh-huh. or anything, we're, we're picking up where we left off. I know. It's kind of neat. Uh, I know sometimes in there have been movies and, you know, different things where people have recorded over the course of several years and knowing from the get-go that they're not going to release any of the content until after a certain time. And when you start that, you're thinking, oh, gosh, no one's going to hear this. for." But we had planned on releasing them right we away. Did. We and did. the fact and that continuing. It, yes. Yeah. And the fact that we did not and just – they just it just naturally happened this way that it doesn't see it's it's wow yeah I mean, it's kind of yeah. fun it, it it's really fun i i think the most engaging part of it for me is that we still do exactly what we have always done our whole marriage mm-hmm. which is we you know get the kids to bed yeah i was just going to say I was, that's what <laughs> yeah. i was going to say yeah it, it's we, where we're tuning down for the night <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, glass of wine, cup of coffee, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is we're going to have. Mm-hmm. And normally we would binge watch some TV show we've discovered or a movie or right. stand-up comedy or whatever it is. Whatever. But yeah. a lot of times we end up just having hour-long, you know, hours worth of conversation. We do. We do. And we still mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. regularly. Yeah. I mean, this is this is our thing. And for us to be able to share this with the rest of the universe – um, you know, what are we hoping to accomplish here? Is it just us tooting our own horn well, or are we hoping that there's going to be some sort of feedback? I mean, what what do we expect people to do with this? I'm not sure. Maybe it's just pure. It's no different than watching. If someone listening to this, no different than watching a, a TV show, um, whether it's fiction or documentary, it's kind of no different. You just, you're, seeing okay what's their life like what how do they interact with each other and their kids and the rest of the world it's it's entertainment okay whether you're whether you get something positive out of it to add to your own life or you're just doing it for entertainment purposes it's just there well let's take for example there is a tv show that you and I watch, and it's very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in second season, mm. and apparently, I predicted it three and a half years I ago. I know. Isn't and that what's weird? so cool about this <laughs> is the fact that in the podcast, it, it, it you know we we talk about the like kind of the year, I guess, or you ha- you have it documented somewhere. Yeah. So that yeah, this the, this, it, this uh, happened. I, I basically said it's about our life, our past, our history, how we got to who we are. And, and it's said, this is us. This is us. This yeah. is us. And this is the that TV had show. Of, when you heard that, because you told me about it after you had listened to the podcast. You had listened yeah. to the podcast before yeah. you had shown that to me. And you said, like, I said this. I said this is us. In, yeah. 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 So basically it's – it that TV show, if you're not familiar with that TV show, it follows a family of uh, – Triplets. Of well, triplets, well, well, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, no spoilers here. But uh, basically it's three children growing up. Uh, they have some tragedy and they have some goods and some bads. And mm-hmm. it kind of jumps between generations. Yes. And 
Sometimes it's the parents. Sometimes it's the kids. Sometimes it's their kids. Sometimes it's the mm-hmm. great. Yeah, you know, it, it jumps back and forth. And what we found by watching that show is that there are some parallelisms to our own stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we relate well, to that the, show the a lot. The kids in the um, the TV show uh, are our are, age, right? They're, exactly. they're my age. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're exactly our age. I, I, that's that's kind of cool because then it is. we feel like we can relate to their mm-hmm. past. Uh, when you know when they show them as teenagers or as right. younger children, it's like, oh, like, that's, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's, yeah. You look yeah. at this stuff in the background. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Like, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in their relationship with their parents, we can relate somewhat to that and um, say, okay, I don't know. Well, maybe me more than you, but I don't know. I, I just I feel like those parents are sort of relatable. Um, although my one criticism of the show is that I think it jumps around too much. You know, I, I, well, I feel like they go back and dwell on things in their past that are trying. Yeah, it, I don't, I don't know. know. You know how those TV shows go, though. If they solved every um, little predicament, you know, in the first season, sure. then there'd be nothing. But yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of filler in yeah. these kind of things, these hour long dramas. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not Scooby Doo. You know, no. it's not. Uh, so when we when we talk on this podcast. We're doing it for our own benefit, but we're sharing it as a level of, of uh, I don't know, people might relate to it. People might say, oh, wow, there's other couples. That other think the way we do. Or are going or, through the same things yes, that we are. Yes. And, and to hear the way that they, you know, because we've, we've mentioned it in a previous episode, and, and I think that we still think it's pretty entertaining, is we love to watch Mari. Oh. Uh, just, <laughs> I hate to admit that actually, yeah. but <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't hate to admit it at all I kind because of do, well, but... it's, it's it's like going to the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like it, it, you know, except the monkeys aren't just sitting there; they're all screaming at each other and flinging poo at each other and having a good time. Pretty I much, yeah. I want to see that train wreck. I want to see the mess that other people's lives have, and I think I think inherently people like to see other people's misfortunes because it makes them feel good about themselves. And sure, you know, I think I, that's human nature. It's kind of sad in, to think <laughs> about sometimes that way, but sure, it's very true, though. We all like you to feel com- better about yourself yep. knowing somebody else has got it worse off than you. Yeah, but I, I think that's I think that's a big piece of it. And if people are listening to this and going, Wow, the, this couple is you know crazy or nuts, or you know, they're that's fine the way they talk with each other. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. You know, you it can doesn't bother me. You can judge us, and that's fine. I mean, we're putting ourselves out there, mm-hmm. so we expect and there I'm to not be some unhappy feedback. with my life. So, <laughs> well, there you I go. can, I, whatever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, a lot we, we mentioned earlier, a lot has changed, uh, in, in some aspects of our lives, mm-hmm. and I guess we would be, um, you know, we, we should touch on that. And so right. uh, at the time we recorded the first three, I had been doing my podcast and being part of the VR space for, um, you know, over a year. But uh, there a lot has changed since then. And so at the time I was doing a I had my day job and then I would come home and I would do my podcast and the VR stuff. And it was kind of like I was doing that whole you know, duality Batman and Bruce Wayne kind of thing. Kind of. And, well, um, due to uh, offshore outsourcing and reductions in force, my day job went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was let go. I was laid off. And it 
put me in a very awkward position because here I was a husband, a father of four children trying to make ends meet in a city. Uh, we were living in Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, I, I avoided saying that in the first couple episodes, but oh. it, it's, it's... Was it ever mentioned? No, it no, wasn't. No, it wasn't mentioned No, we didn't at talk all. about it. So in Cincinnati, Ohio, we lived there. Uh, we were born and raised there. Our whole family, extended family and everything is there. And I said to you, this is this is the moment. Well, right. Well, we had had conversations before that. Before we knew, we saw the writing on the wall that you know this was gonna happen eventually. That, that okay? the layoff would happen eventually. Then, yeah. Like, do you want to pursue something before the layoff occurs, or do you want to wait it out? And those kind of things. And we went back and forth and back and forth. And well, one of the reasons I waited it out is because be I had avoided it. Those layoffs had been going on sure. at that company for mm-hmm. uh, years, three mm-hmm. years, actually. And sometimes you would tell me that one was coming and, like, keep your fingers crossed. Other times you wouldn't tell me that. Until after Until yeah. after you made it through another one. Yeah. Those kinds of things. But, but it's a hard thing to have to come home and tell your family. Right. It's a hard thing to have to come home and tell your family, geez, guess what? There is no next paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. When it comes to a layoff, luckily I had been there fairly long and had built up a nice, you know, so my severance package and, you know, it was very helpful. I got a nice severance package and I I kept my, you know, and I had a 30 day window where I knew, like I was still employed. You were employed for an extra 30 days and then you got the severance on top of that. So it was something to work with. Right, right. And and, and it was, it was actually... it was I don't know if the word devastating is the right word, seeing that we knew this was eventually going to happen, most probably. Sure. And the fact that you we had a little bit of buffer to work with. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't devastating. And it um, gave us that little push to actually pursue a dream. We, we talk about, in one of the previous episodes, we talk about regret. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, um, you know, what the life we could have had, the path that we yes. could have taken. And, you know, we also talk about, and we're, we're saying this because we just listened to them, so it's right, pretty fresh right, in our minds. And I would hope that at some point, you know, you didn't pick up on episode four, so you as a listener, you know, you know what we're talking about. We also talk about, um, you know, what do we want to be when we grow up? And and I actually said, I don't want to grow up. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> but I, I found out, you know, what I want to be. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't go back to school. I oh. was self-taught. I, I taught myself the skills necessary. And I had built it up over the course while I was doing my normal job. Yes. And I was mm-hmm. interacting with you and being yeah. a dad and a husband and, 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 you know, everything else that I was doing and it, in my and, life. And there were times where it was slightly rough. Yeah. Only because he was like, okay, well, you just got home. And, like, I want to spend time with you, too. And you're like, but I have to do this because I have to build up an audience. I have to, you Learn know, follow new skills and, and, yeah. and And, yeah, so I tried to be as understanding as possible. You were. And, you were but, You were wonderful. And and so all of that occurs. I get the layoff. <laughs> we end up having a really long and kind of difficult conversation over the course of several days about what are we going to do? 
where are we going to go? Is this time? Is this mm-hmm. the is this the sign? That- I really felt like it was. Going back, I remember that time. I mean, it wasn't too terribly long ago, but at the same time, there's a little bit of blur there because there was it was a very fast paced um, like time. It kids were finishing up a school year. A one our, our youngest kid was. Um, Preparing to possibly start kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. Um, we knew that if we were going to make a a you know a bigger move, like a move like outside of Cincinnati to take a job, you know, out yeah, yeah outside that there, of the thing, there, there were risks. There were, well, I was know. saying, you know, all that was involved in you know we had lived in the same house for fifteen years, and yeah, you know. Yeah. Four kids and all of their junk and all of our junk <laughs> to 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 make a move, you know, if we were going to do, if we decided we were going to do that, that was going to be a big to do. And so, yeah, a lot of it was a blur because a lot of what happened happened so quickly that we were just, we were just moving. We were just on a mission to get to that next point and uh, yeah so a lot yeah. of it was a blur to me now at this point it, it's it's almost kind of difficult to go back and think about it mm-hmm. and and because there's there's a lot of um while there was this level of excitement right there was also this level of concern mm-hmm. there was this level of uh you know it was a little scary yeah it was you know especially it was but for some reason i thought it would have been scarier I don't know if it was like some level of adrenaline in me that just made me keep pushing forward because it wasn't as, I don't want to say it wasn't as bad as I thought it would have been, but it wasn't. This type of, this type of decision to pick up the entire family mm-hmm. and move away from everything that you know. Well, true. But, and again, but this, this isn't the first time this had come up. No, no. We had discussed this. Right. We had yeah. gone out west and gotten a little taste of what there is to offer. Yeah. Spent a couple days out yeah. there. Yeah. And we both um, kind of knew that eventually that's where we wanted to be. Well, where we wanted to be. We didn't know that that was actually going to... I mean, having right. a dream or saying, oh, right. I love a certain place... Right. Is different than moving there the next day. Well, I mean, it wasn't the next day. It we wasn't, it no. been a couple years. It, well, it was over I mean, a year. It was okay, over a yeah. year uh, before it actually happened. Mm-hmm. We had, um, I had reached out and, and really pressed hard to try to get a few job offers to see what was available. And there were two, uh, there were two contenders. There were two companies one was located in San Jose, mm-hmm. uh, or well, close to San, in between San Jose and San Francisco, the Bay Area, <laughs> as they call it. And the other one was in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And you and I had not gone to Seattle. We no. had not talked about Seattle. No, and it was one of those things that we have talked about since then. That as a kid, you're in school, you're looking at the map of the United States, and you're like Washington. Washington State. Over there. Oh, well, I know that I'll never, I'll never get over there. That's just crazy. Like, it's <laughs> so somebody, far away. Somebody's way, somebody lives way over there. Yeah. Like, wow. And it's still part yeah. of the United States. It <laughs> I know. Seems like a I know. Country. We, um, you know, over the course of uh, a week or two, went back and forth between the two jobs. And, you know, one of the challenges for me was 
it wasn't just me moving and it wasn't just me and you moving. Correct. We had to bring the kids along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't have to. We wanted to. Uh, we needed to look at different things, not just uh, a job or salary, but also viability for these kids. You know, was this a good neighborhood? Could mm-hmm. we get a decent place to live? Could we afford this? You know, how are right. the schools? Right. These are all things that you got to look at when you move, especially when you're moving to another state, another city, and a whole other part of the country. Yes. That, that's that's dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so we really tried hard. Uh, when I tell people about us moving, a lot of people, their first reaction was, Oh, what do the kids think about that? Oh, I know. Everybody, pretty much everybody asked me yeah. that, and our kids were pumped. Oh, our they were ready. Were they were totally packing. pumped. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, while they were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna miss so and so in this," and like, "Oh, I thought I was gonna graduate from here," at the same time, they were. I don't want to. I was gonna say they were smart enough, but that's not necessarily the right answer. But they were adventurous enough. I don't know to realize that. While they were going to miss out on some things that they had thought were important, they felt like the opportunities that would become available if they moved were greater. Yeah, and right. so they had waited out. They I mean, did. Our, our children have a huge amount of uh, emotional intelligence, and they they recognize the the goods and the bads, and they're able to weigh it all out and. I mean, they had established friend circles of friends, mm-hmm. uh, especially the high schoolers. You know, I mean, they were yeah. older, and and that, but that wasn't even the hard part. The hard part was getting our families to understand, yeah, definitely. why we did definitely. it. Definitely. So let let's. Uh, uh, how do we approach this? So um, I, I guess. I, I alluded to in one of the previous episodes, uh, one of the first three episodes, that at the time I had two and a half grandparents. And mm-hmm. the one grandpa, uh, my my maternal grandfather, had, um, after he retired from his job, kind of his brain went to mush because he didn't have anything to think about or worry about. And, um, and that might have been one of the reasons why they were kicking him out and telling him he had to, you know, retire. Mm-hmm. But... Essentially, the guy sat in a, a nursing home for the last couple of years of his lives, life and had no idea what was going on. And he approached um, the end. He was he was getting to the end of his life. And um, when I found out that we that I was being laid off and I was spending a lot of time with the family at a nursing home or, you know, in mm-hmm. hospice or right. whatever. And, well, right. Yeah. And when you had gotten <laughs> laid off, it was, it, right, it was. Well, I hadn't really, told anybody. You hadn't. I no. hadn't told anybody that I got laid off because I wanted to have the next thing lined up. Lined up. up. Yeah. So as not to put unnecessary worry on other people, Yeah, too, especially with other dramatic stuff to, happening in the family. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we didn't know how it was going to progress. And, no. You know, yeah. No idea. So we, um, throughout the course of him dying, mm-hmm. I was lining up my next job. Right. And and again, like he was deteriorating, but we did not know at what rate. And right. we I mean, were these things like, could be stretched oh, out for gosh, years. Oh, gosh. Like, sometimes. you know, yeah. now... Kyle, you know, you're taking this job and what is <laughs> I remember, going to happen? I remember the specific day. Because luckily the well, I shouldn't say luckily, but conveniently, the the the, the nursing home slash hospice area that he was dying mm-hmm. in 
was right up the street from our house. Right. And so my mother and her uh, bounty of sisters uh, mm-hmm. were all in this room together. And I decided that today was the day. And I go in and my mom is. Well, no, you didn't decide that that no, was No, well, the day. okay, I didn't. But you I knew. You were I- sitting there and <laughs> one of yeah. your aunts yeah. provoked a, a topic, a conversation. So, hey, Ka, how's your job going? And you um, let it out. Yeah, I, you're right. I didn't decide. I had the decisions had been made. Like we knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know how it's to. It's like break that's it to the not family. the time when you yeah. want to break that kind of news to the right. family. So uh, it basically became a barrage of questions from one of my aunts. Now I have to say that um, my extended family aunts and uncles uh, on both sides of the family mm-hmm. are. Um, you know, interested, you know, they're all very interested mm-hmm. in each other's lives and in, in our lives and, you right. know, how are things right. going, things like that. And so it would, it was not an uncommon question. No. It just wasn't one that I was fully prepared. I mean, and it's also sometimes one of those questions where it's just like, it's kind of a small talk question. So, so how's, you know, when you're yeah. a kid, so how's school? Right. And it, it's one of those things. It's an icebreaker and nowhere did she ever think, I'm sure that this was going to go in that yeah. direction. So she, she kind of broke the ice. Here I am. My mother is sitting next to her dying father. My mother is sitting next to her dying father, along with her sisters. Everybody's very sullen. And that, you know, that, that meaningless question of how's the job and how's this and how's that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, became, guess what, mom? Um, I'm taking your grandchildren and we're moving 2,700 miles away to Seattle, Washington. And, uh, you're just finding out about it now and it's happening at the end of the next month. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it was, it was, no. you know, I don't think I, uh, <laughs> I'm not that strong in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I would have been able to blurt it out right then and there in that moment. I think, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Sometimes you do just blurt things out unexpectedly. I, I did not want to do it but, like that. Right. I didn't. I had no intention. And if that hadn't happened, if that if you hadn't been um cued to say <laughs> I wonder when. Well, how, I think I think I think the was, intention we had talked it about. Was it was kind of funny how it happened though. I mean it really was I mean, you would have had to have told We were them gonna we were gonna get soon. them all together. Right. Yeah. It's just the fact that she did ask that question right then and it's kind of yeah unbelievable actually. I find myself sometimes uh, in life being you know, like you know cued, prompted, whatever to to do things, and when it's a hard thing to do, when it's a hard thing for you to initiate, it's almost a relief when somebody else kind of spills the beans. Yeah, kind of. I know. In this I've situation, been there it too. Yeah. I I don't. I, I, I don't I, love that, but... Uh. Well, I swear I saw my mother's heart break into a million pieces when I did it. And luckily, I mean, I don't know how lucky this scenario is. I mean, she had her sisters, her dying father. Mm-hmm. I was in the room. It's just, it, you couldn't have picked a worse scenario. It, yeah. But at the same time, it... I don't think there was an easy time to do it. No. I feel bad. I really do. I feel yeah, guilty sometimes I, I when I think back about it. I can see why you would. I, yeah. It, really an awful, awful... Just, it's just a hard yeah. thing to do. And, you know, <laughs> how did we break it to your family? 
Well, I had called my mom because I I knew what kind of um, response I was going to get. And I... Um, <laughs> You 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 said you had said well I'm about ready to like let all of Facebook know about the move now it's it's the deal is sealed it's that's that's it and you haven't told your mom yet and um I'm like okay you're like you have to call her now you have to call her now I'm like okay and so I called her and I had told her that you had gotten laid off and you had already found another job and um but we were going to be moving and we were going to be moving far away and it was seattle and she was dumbstruck is that a word dumbfounded dumbfounded all no yeah awestruck no that awestruck is a positive <laughs> Dumb, definitely dumbfounded um well, you know speechless okay. <laughs> i mean really seriously what um was there was there even a response? Uh yeah. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to get back to that moment. I know I had gone down into the basement with my phone. Oh right, to get some privacy. Only place in the old house you could go to to get some privacy. Yeah. And I remember just walking around pacing cuz that's what I do when I'm on the phone. I just walk around yeah. and walk around. Me too. And um <laughs> She was like, you know, like, well, I'm, I think she was like, I'm kind of shocked. Like, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I like, I don't know how I'm going to process this. Like, I don't know what dad's going to think. All these kinds of comments. And I I remember bits and pieces of it. But it wasn't, it, it wasn't positive. It wasn't ideal. It wasn't no. ideal. I mean, it wasn't ideal no. for any of us. I remember, because I, I can't remember if I did it first or second, but I... I I, I know I told my mom, but at some point I called my dad mm-hmm. and he was fishing. Oh, he was out on a boat and he was fishing. It just, you know, just a little rowboat out with his tackle, just having a good time fishing. I, I think he was on a boat. I'm pretty sure he was, but he was fishing at the time. And I told him and then afterwards, after <laughs> I hung up, I kind of pictured him just kind of standing there hmm. holding his rod and reel. And just not knowing, like, how to deal with it, how to process it. Hmm. And then when I called my sister, I mean, my mm-hmm. my, my sister, when 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 dramatic stuff occurs, yeah. she she's a crier, and that's okay. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I can get a little teared up sometimes too when things get a little emotional, but mm-hmm. but she really. Like she just cried, and I just felt so bad about that. Right. I felt so bad because. You know, she's got little kids, my, mm-hmm. our children's cousins. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, because you have to think about these and things. It's just, it's, you had to relay the news. No matter when you did it, right. the, the news was going to eventually get relayed. The decision it, had it, been made. Yeah. Yeah. The decision had been made. But you have to think about those secondary and tertiary oh, and effects of doing something like this. Not heartless at all. No, uh, no. I totally get it. And I, and I, yeah, all of that crossed my mind, but in every choice you make, you got to make what the choice that's the best for you and your immediate family, and you just do. Did, and you can't please everybody. You can't. You can't. But did you consider the 
you know, the ramifications of, of picking up and moving. I mean, we've got... I mean, I did. Uh, I... It wasn't as scary. Again, yes, sure, there's some stresses and in, in, in some... It was a little frightening in some ways. Sure. But I I knew it was the right thing to do. I I had enough faith in it that I... There was a level where... At another point in my life, it might have been scarier. Yeah. I, I, I really felt that it was the right thing to do at the right time. Because really what would have been... The things that kept us in Cincinnati were not as important. And I, I don't want to belittle it, but the things that kept us in Cincinnati were a level of comfort. Sure. With an area that we knew, I mean, I knew like the back of your hand. Yeah, I knew yeah. every, I know every back alley right. from here to Dayton, you know, and I know mm-hmm. eight hundred different ways mm-hmm. to get to a thousand different places. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that that's that's neither here nor there because you can gain that knowledge in a new place. You can, yeah. But then there was the family, and right. you know, I have a huge extended family with, and we yeah. all got and, together and, and did a lot I... together and interacted with them enjoyed that yeah yeah it was great and and we had uh some friends mm-hmm. and you know we knew that when we moved that those we were giving those, those things up yes we were giving them mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. but we were doing that in hopes of building a better life for ourselves and our children correct and and plus i'm sorry but how many people live their whole lives with this regret yeah Yeah. but Mm -hmm. but you know and and i kind of knocked the whole regret thing back then with the that episode i'm like you know oh regret's natural and it's okay Mm -hmm. to have Mm -hmm. but you know i i may have been uh i may have learned a bit since then Mm -hmm. i may have learned a bit because this is one of those decisions that not everybody is strong enough to make and i didn't make this decision on my own we Mm-hmm. made this right, decision. I right. could have very easily just said, okay, well, that's not, that's not something we're going to pursue. We're going to do something different. And we wouldn't have moved. Yeah, no, I, I, we had had enough conversations before the layoff to know that this was our eventual, it was an eventual goal. Like we didn't know when, I mean, and again, it it's always goal. an if. But it's a goal, it's though. You don't like, always you don't hit know. every goal. You know, Correct. You, don't, you but, don't always end up doing everything that you try to set your mind to. Or, right. or you know, right. every goal that you set, you're not going to hit it. Mm-hmm. You know, this was one that maybe it wasn't the right time. How did we know it was the right we time? Didn't. And we didn't. Oh, we yeah. didn't. Okay. I'd like to say that we um, educated guesses and things like that. <laughs> um it's not like we just, well, this sounds like fun. Let's, you know, like, I'm going to become an astronaut tomorrow. <laughs> Nothing like that. We had thought it out before the time had even come. We we to... laid out a lot. We mm-hmm. did. We, we, we laid out the whole thing and mm-hmm. said, okay, you know, what makes sense? So. You knew what your passion was. Yes. You had been working towards it. Yes. For. A good while, yeah, and knew that to pursue that it wasn't going to happen in Cincinnati. It, there just weren't any opportunities to pursue that in Cincinnati. Right, it, it was going to have to be 
somewhere on the West Coast for the most part. It had to be. It had to be. I mean, for for to be in the technology field and and to be somewhere where the you, you can't find a job. I mean, if you look at the difference in the job availability in the technology field out on the West Coast versus mm-hmm. the Midwest, even versus the East Coast, it's dramatically different. And the Midwest just does not have that level of presence no. uh, of that type of no. company to do the thing that I wanted to do. And, you know, there were other side effects of moving out West. I mean, mm-hmm. with all of the, you know, if there's expos or conventions or <laughs> I'm sorry, a thousand dollars to fly out to well, LA right. from Cincinnati and, versus and another thing, bucks I know it sounds trip. silly, but just Take being it. in the same time zone. Yeah. Uh, just for our own little family, it, mm-hmm. it, you can in a you know in a day and you you don't have to it doesn't have to take a whole day that's the thing you fly right. out it's a couple hours you fly home on that day and it's, you're there it's it's not well you know i left it you know 8 in the morning and i didn't roll into my driveway until 9 you know at night no it's not like that it was getting to be very cumbersome right because every trip that i took required two extra days, one yeah. for travel there and right. one for travel back right. Right. because of how far I was traveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've been out here now uh, mm-hmm. two, Over two and a half years. And a half years. About two and a half years, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, um, I'm still doing my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The reason we moved out here was, was for, you know, a, a job in the VR space and uh, I'm still doing that, mm-hmm. still, you know, doing the expos and podcasts and videos and all that stuff. And I'm enjoying myself. I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I, I'm, I'm passionate about my work. I enjoy what I'm doing and I've been successful. Mm-hmm. And so you and I are now, uh, we're currently in our, what we call our little private apartment. Uh, <laughs> in, in our in our bedroom, yeah. Um, you know the kids are all off either you know watching YouTube videos on their phones or mm-hmm. they're sleeping or mm-hmm. you know or one of them's working. Who knows? Right, right. Uh, we we have a lot of catching up to do in terms of you know our, our current familial status. Yeah, um, yeah lots a lot has changed. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know what though? Let's let's save that we for the can. next episode. Yeah. yeah, let's not let's mm-hmm. not get into all mm-hmm. that. Uh, but but just in a general manner of speaking, yes, we're here in Seattle. We are. We're actually on the east side. We're not in Seattle proper. We're out on the east side in in, in Sammamish. Sammamish, which sounds like sandwich. I, I want to <laughs> eat a sandwich. Yes. Um, how's life? In Washington State, how's life, life in Seattle? How, how are you dealing with it? I absolutely love it. From the moment I got out here till now, I absolutely love it. So, so to give me some uh, give me some reasons why you okay, love it. Okay, well, the, the scenery, first of all, is beautiful. I can mm. see on a, on a clear day, I can see mountains, the Cascade Mountains, from yep. my deck back porch yeah Yeah. and um just i I just love how they keep it so green here (laughs) uh like the the trails the the water it's beautiful we can take out our little boats we 
It just yeah, not I, not not like no, boats. Like no, little, little like rubber, inflatable, inflatable dinghies. Really yeah. big inflatable dinghies. <laughs> and um, we've, we, we've got that, a lake. We do within spinning distance of uh, multiple lakes that we I can know. go to and little beaches. Little beaches, sand. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, I, it's 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 kind of awesome that when I go grocery shopping, there's seagulls flying on the parking lot. It's just a weird <laughs> thing. I only saw those things when I went on vacation, and now I, I see them every day, and it's kind of surreal. I have gotten used to it to a certain degree, though. Um, I hate every once in a while. I go, oh wow, I took. I've been taking this for granted and I like stop and look and I go, Oh yeah, this real, this really is amazing that this is right in my backyard. Literally. Yeah. Literally right in my backyard. Right. Yeah. When, when I, um, when we moved out here and you know, we actually came out here a week before we moved out here. We spent a, the first week that we Yeah, I was had. actually a little bit before that. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Well, like, you know. Yeah, but yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it, we, we came out here, we found a home. We found schools. Mm-hmm. We found where I was going to be working. We mm-hmm. found a commute. We mm-hmm. learned some of the highways, and then we flew home, packed everybody up. Yes. Oh, because we drove. We drove. One of, we drove one of our cars out here. Yes. And I was dreading this, like, like I was kicking <laughs> and screaming, basically. Oh, uh, we didn't have a choice. Well, I mean, we could have shipped the car. But we're trying well, to save. My, it just yeah. anyway. So I was amazed at how beautiful the country is. Drive, you know, driving out here was amazing. And it, again, it's a long drive. And it's a little painful. I hate driving in cars. I don't even like driving a half an hour in yeah, a car. Yeah, we all are aware of that. I know <laughs> Not everybody's you, aware the, of that. Well, the family is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And hate so at least car. we got to fly home. <laughs> but then we had to pack up the kids and drive the other car out so, here. So, so here's, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to, you know what? We should hold off okay. on everything about okay. that and the kids. We'll oh, do that man. for next yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because it's a fun story. It's it, a it really is. fun story. It is. So let's, uh, you know, in, in terms of Seattle for me, uh, living on the east side, you know, somebody told me once, they said, if you're going to move to a new city, <laughs> make sure you're living on the east side of town. But I thought and, the west side was the best. <laughs> no, no. The west coast is the best coast, but no. Uh, somebody told and I and I said, well, why? Why the east? Why? He, and, and the guy told me, he said, because when you drive to work, the sun will be at your back. When you drive home, it'll be at your back again. If you live on the east side of town and you have to go okay. in into the city to to work, well, so you live east of where you work, and then that's the experience. Okay. And and I I and, love it here. Yeah, I, I feel like we we live in this little tiny Sammamish though, and it's like you've got your grocery store, you got your drugstore, you got like. Two or three restaurants, and you just you just stay here. You just stay in Sammamish. <laughs> well, it's and it's you know quaint. it is. It's very it's, quaint. It's clean. It's I, so clean. You know, oh if you gosh. see like a like a fast food cup on the side of the road, you're like, oh my gosh, I there's oh my gosh, there's a fast food like a McDonald's cup on the side of the road. It, it sticks out. Doesn't it, it sticks out yeah. because there's only one of them. You, you know, what's, and you know it disappears weird? by the next day. I di- I didn't realize how clean it was here. Until we went home, mm-hmm. that uh, we went home uh, not I this Christmas, you, I, but the past Christmas. I thought you didn't like to say go home because oh, this is our home. You're right. <laughs> you know, the, thank you for keeping me in check there because I was very stubborn about that. When mm-hmm. we, I'm like, you know, going home. Well, like, we weren't going to go home. We weren't going to go home. We were going to go to Cincinnati. We, we were going to go to Cincinnati. That's right. This is, our home. This this is, is yes. our home. This is our home. And, and 
um, even the kids have started to say Cincinnati, not home. They mm-hmm. stopped saying that. It took a little while. It took mm-hmm. over a year. Mm-hmm. But when we went back, uh, I remember looking around just like the streets and the sidewalks and stuff. I felt, wow, Cincinnati feels dirtier. Mm-hmm. Than now, don't get me wrong. There are parts. If you wanted to, you could go find dirty parts of Seattle. Oh, sure, you can. Sure, but the majority of it, mm-hmm. people give a. Sh- they they care. Mm-hmm. They care. They want to keep it clean. They want to keep it pretty and green and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's a level of pride in their city. There is that I feel like is kind of lost in, in a lot of Midwest towns. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the reason I bring all this up is because I want to say what I love about Seattle. And do you do you know what I'm going to say? What no. one of the things that I love about Seattle? It's my drive, my oh, drive into well, the city. Yeah, okay. I mean it's con- we, in some ways it's kind of what I was saying too. Well, like, we drove it, it today yes. when we were driving. We headed yes. towards the te- we went into yes. the city. And yeah, the water was a little rocky today. It was a little was windy. spooky yeah. driving over yeah, that. It was but, pretty windy. Yeah, uh, but I drive over Interstate 90. Which we drove on quite a bit. We'll talk about that in the next episode. I take Interstate 90 to work all the way into town. And I drive over Mercer Island, which mm-hmm. means I go over two bridges over water. And into the city. And, and there's just, just... I mean... It's breathtaking. It's unbelievable. It and, and then you can see Mount Rainier off oh, on the distance. Yeah. And on a clear day, it looks... I mean, we still... Uh, we still... Because you can't always see it. It's not always clear enough to see it. When you... It, we're still, like, pointing like little kids when you're like... You're like, look, there's a cow! Like, you're pointing out <laughs> the car window. It, yeah. We still get that excited over yeah. it. You, you're yeah. not yelling moo at it. And I have moment. to... <laughs> can, okay, you look at it all the time on the way to work. No, I'm looking at it now. You drive. Yeah, Wait, I serious? know. Yeah. Always concerned. <laughs> Thank God you were in the car with me because I don't. I need to take you to work every day with me so that way I don't get. I don't know how you don't end up in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 drive to work is is breathtaking, really, and and I make sure that I look at it every day and and appreciate Keep your it. eyes on the road. Okay, I, <laughs> I want to appreciate it. I do, uh-huh. you know. I mean, we've then pull got, over and appreciate. Well, you know, um, my 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 current place of employment is uh, two or three blocks up from the Space Needle, and so I'm literally seeing the Space Needle every day. How do you it's, feel working and living so close? It's a tourist destination. It is a tourist it's, destination. Yeah. Well, and that's you know I wanted to I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I'm I'm a big Aerosmith fan. Uh, and they have an album. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I mean I like Aerosmith too. Yeah, they have a specific album that I, I brought up uh, wow. just recently. Oh, well, apparently you weren't listening. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Permanent vacation. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you remember you me wanted that? to get a copy of the album and, and frame it and frame it and put it on the wall in our bedroom. Here you sometimes feel like you're on a permanent vacation. You yeah, do. I really do. I really do. I feel like living out here. Uh-huh. I'm on permanent vacation, uh-huh. and there's there's something to be said for that. And I know it's new still to us. It sure. still is. It's still and like, will we feel this way ten well, years from I, now? I, I, I mean, I like I know. said, That's... I had already. I've already taken a few things for granted. Yeah, and you yeah. know, you have to sometimes put yourself in check and go, wait, like this. This is. This is really here. It's, it's right. Not, yeah. It. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we've had, and we can talk about you know having people come out and visit us mm-hmm. and stuff. But mm-hmm. really, we've we've enjoyed ourselves 
immensely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a few things that I kind of miss. And then there are you some mean, like things. like the chili? Well, Cincinnati chili, yes. Um, you know, there's there's a few little pieces, little odds and ends. Uh, you know, some fast food restaurants that I wouldn't mind having. Um, there's some level of familiarity for certain things. Um, sure. Uh, some vernacular terms, things like that, and, and you know, people. I, I say I things. say soda now. Uh, do you say soda now? Okay. Now, what you had to move twenty seven hundred miles away from your your. The kids crack up. <laughs> it is hard when play. I say soda. Yeah, it, it's, and it's then they sometimes say it's pop. No, no, you live in Seattle now. It's yeah, soda. It's soda. It's soda. So I think um, so. We're back on track. We're back on track. We're gonna we're gonna record more episodes. Mm-hmm. Get these out uh, to you folks, you, you listeners. Uh, hopefully, you'll understand and appreciate. And, and I'm hoping that I mean, uh, other than obvious things like audio quality or whatever, I hope that there is some value to the fact that the first three episodes took place three and a half years before these did. I hope there's some value to everybody because there's some to us. There is. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I mean, because there is some level of therapy for us to listen Mm -hmm. to this and Mm -hmm. and go, wow, we we sound awesome. Uh, Well, I don't think think we we said that exactly, but. (laughs) We had some criticisms of our own uh, speech. And and I I hope I've I've gotten better, but. Well, you know, it's (laughs) the kind of thing that you, you need to, you know, know that you're saying it, you know, to know. To to fix it, it it's it's oh, therapy. That, that, you you know? know what? That could be a drinking game for everybody. Yeah, let's go back and listen to the, the first three episodes, and every time Libby says, "You know, take a drink," you'd be plastered by the end. You might want to get a case of whatever you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or a tap. Yeah. Okay, uh, we want to keep these under an hour, and I think we're doing a pretty good job. So uh, this has been episode, the, the long-awaited, well, not for you folks, but for us, long-awaited episode four. And uh, we're going to keep going with this. I think this is a lot of fun. I, I'm I, having fun. Are you having fun? I am. I like to talk. We know. At great length. All right, folks. Uh, episode four of the I Love Libby show is, it's a wrap. So... Thanks for listening.